0: Podcast is part of the sports social podcast network. Ten randomly selected questions. One person's reputation on the line. This is Trampled Bet Versus. The lockdown football quiz with John Walker.
1: Today's competitor is hi. My name's Sean McDonald. I'm the host of the Blether podcast.
0: So, just if you want to just explain a wee bit about the Blether podcast, like I'm a huge fan, but there'll be people from all over the UK doing this quiz who will be listening to these episodes. Hopefully, absolutely. So, Blether started
1: back in January 2019. And it started out just talking to a few pals um, about their life stories. Um, there was Chris McQueer, author, comedian, Darren Connell, just people that I knew. But we quite quickly got into some mental health chat, um, when I was trying to say I was an expert or that any of us were experts, but we were sharing their experiences, and it, it started to pick up a bit of traction, got quite popular. It's not a mental health podcast. I do want to put that across. Um, we, we'll talk about it when it's, when it's applicable, You know, when it's relevant. I won't just try and shoehorn that in. Uh, and a a desperate attempt to try and be something. But since then, it's grown quite well. I've had uh, Toby Tarrant from Radio X has become a good pal. Uh, He's been on a couple of times, same with Gordon Smart. Uh, I've spoken to Jim White uh, of Sky Sports, Mary Black, MP, Martin Geisler the other day. There's loads of others. Um, And I just like to talk to people, find out about their perspective on life, find out about their experiences, how do they see the world? Uh, And most times, get a laugh. Don't take yourselves too seriously.
0: Uh, it's it's gone all right, so hopefully it'll continue to go go quite well. Listen to your about my Matt Morgan. That was so bizarre. He's just someone to me that's always been someone else's pal in the background. Aye. I
1: know. Well, so the first time I became aware
0: of Matt was
1: reading Russell Brand's biography, my bookie book, and I was about 15 or 16. And he always wrote about this guy, Matt, how he's made Matt as the funniest guy that he's ever known. And loved to makes him laugh like Matt. So I then became a fan of his just as much, and he does. He makes me laugh more than Russell Brand.
0: Um
1: <laughs> and I was down in down at Radio X in London with Gordon Smart and Matt Morgan was co-hosting the show, so I got to know him, uh, got on really well, and then obviously met him in the studio. He was on again uh, last week, and uh, we recorded. But I need to edit it because we spoke about all sorts. Like we sat and chatted for about three hours. But it's, <laughs> it's surreal to be a fan of somebody and then to, to then become quite pal with them. It's it's really strange. Every time I get a message from, him, I'm like, "This is <laughs> this is just this is strange. Part are we part of it? Just doesn't doesn't he like it? I'm like, just go back to you being this guy. I don't, I don't know. Just this this thing. It's weird, but it's 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 fun as well, I suppose.
0: Uh, and as well as doing uh, the Blair podcast, you also contribute to Twenty Minute Times. Uh, you've done stuff for Sports scene. so you are a Celtic fan, obviously. I'm a Celtic
1: supporter, uh, that'll be doing well with some people, won't be doing well <laughs> with others, but I certainly, I don't hide it,
0: I, I don't make it any, any secret of it. Yeah, you were saying just before we started recording, you've been listening to, what was the show you are listening to with Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville? Off script,
1: I absolutely love it, so basically off script for anybody who's not aware, Sky Sports will do a wee segment that's just sort of additional content and they put on YouTube, so it's usually Jeff Shreve's. And he'll, he's always with either Carragher or Neville. And he'll just ask them about anything. It's almost like a bit of a, a visual podcast. He'll, he'll, it honestly could be any sort of random question, and then they'll take it from there. But since lockdown's been happening, they've increased it. So the other night I watched uh, Jamie Carragher and John Terry for 45 minutes, obviously remote. Talking about their experiences during. Remember they had that big rivalry in the mid twenty tens. Um, Champions League semi final. Was, like, was it? A, it was a semi. Liverpool went through the ghost goal. They spoke about that. About Fernando Torres joining Chelsea and all the implications. They spoke about the Benitez Mourinho rivalry. Um, they spoke about Gerard nearly going to Chelsea. Really, really interesting. And they. They have loads of different people on and they They seem to be, be increasing the content. So I definitely recommend watching or listening to that for anybody that has now because it's some some brilliant, brilliant insight.
0: And you were saying that Gary Neville got 0 out of 10 on his own club?
1: 0 out of 10. And they gave him they gave him one point as a, a sort of consolation. But you, get, you only get the question half right. <laughs> I was watching and I was screaming at the screen. There was one question like something about somebody scoring a hat-trick against Man U. And I was like, David Bentley. And he's going, oh, I don't know. I've got no idea. And then they were like, it was at Blackburn. You played. It <laughs> finished. It finished 4-3. And he's like, don't know. So I was getting out. But Carragher was really good. He got most of his questions,
0: right? But Carragher also was then answering Neville's questions about Man United. Um, so so- but I, did, I did say to you then, it's, it's, this is potluck. So what I did was I took the four categories I wanted to do all the questions from and wrote out 25 questions only from own knowledge. So this is where the this is where it probably falls into only my lifetime or games that I've seen, just watching Premiership years and taking stuff down. So the four categories are World Cups, European Championships, European Cup competitions, so Champions League, UEFA Cup, Europa League, Cup Winners Cup. uh, Mm -hmm. I've not went as far back as the the first City Cup. um, (laughs) And then British football, so a variety of Scottish, English, Irish, Welsh, League football, or European ties involving British clubs against each other. So I've just gone Mm -hmm. from there. And like I said, it's numbered 1-800. You guys are going to pick numbers as you go. So you could end up landing 10 questions on World Cup and you don't have World Cup knowledge. Or you could get 10 questions of British football and just happen to know everything there is to know about British football. It's a variety mm. of multiple choice, half questions. So you might have to name two players or a player in a club or a player in a nationality. So we'll just go as you go. So once we get started, Sean, you just pick your first number and I'll go to the, the really, really classy spreadsheet that I have working and start <laughs> there. And you'll get roughly 30 seconds to answer each question but I'll not be in the countdown this isn't who wants a the millionaire there are no lifelines there are no help there are no clues you're just hung out to dry whether you can get it or not right okay uh,
1: he'll give so you an I'll, answer
0: as soon as you've answered
1: right okay so I'll start with number one then
0: number one Real Madrid have won 13 Champions Leagues but how many UEFA Cup or Europa Leagues have they won is it A1 B2 C3 or D4 uh, this
1: is just a guess here I'm going to say two
0: Two would be correct, and that was yeah. in amongst like a 15-year like fifteen, a 15 year spell where they pretty much just dominated whatever European Cup competition they were in. You, you just associate some of the Champions League every time, don't you? I think it was because I was actually doing a, a quiz myself, and it was on Sevilla had won the most UEFA Cup since Spain
1: yeah.
0: won the third most, not even second most, and I was having to work back for so them, I, I had no idea how it even be in that competition. But there you go, Sean, you already know you're not going to get zero. Fantastic, right, I'll go for number nine then number nine UEFA played AC Milan at Old Trafford in the 2003 Champions League final what was the score after 90 minutes 0-0 no, no. wait a minute sorry say that again
1: I, I, I just I, I asked that question myself in my head so Juventus played man, AC Milan in
0: the Champions League final at Old Trafford in 2003 what was the score after 90 minutes I
1: thought that's what you said it was 0-0 no, no. that was one of the worst games I've ever seen
0: remember what that game actually led to a rule on there was a rule created off the back of it was there Aye. Well, the game went to penalties, so there's your clue. Was it about the moving on the on the touchline? Aye, not aye on the aye. goal on line. On the, the goal, the goal line. Because Dida saved about three penalties, like on the edge of the. Aye, oh.
1: that's when Dida was doing on that, wasn't it? Aye forgot about that, that I,
0: mean, I, just, I, I honestly thought these questions were going to be possible but that doesn't look too good for me that's uh,
1: that's that's my an era that I would definitely remember though because obviously Man U had played Real Madrid and it was that
0: 4-3 game but I, Man U still went out aye because Man U were really gone because like it was uh, what, what was the background there Man U were gone it was 2001-2002 Alex Ferguson was set to retire and he was trying to get to a Champions League final at Hamden mm, by eleven, knocked him out didn't they aye in the semi-final and Oliver Neuville, extra time winner or something like that was. So and then was. The, then the following year it was Old Trafford and he hadn't retired. So you're like, well, get past Real Madrid you'll get to the, the Champions League final at Old Trafford. That and was the Ronaldo hat trick, wasn't it? Oh, I mean, it doesn't matter how many times that video appears on Twitter. It gets watched every what? single time. I watched the whole, the whole game the other day. Like, the, the whole programme and
1: everything. That's a weird hobby of mine. I like to go back and watch the game as if I'm watching it on TV, so it'll include all the pre-match build-up, half-time, <laughs> post-match, and it's brilliant. And that for me, that's when football was its best, that uh, that period. I've watched that whole game.
0: Um, right, OK, right. Well, you're two for two. What's your next one then? It's six. In which year did the last UEFA Cup final take place before rebranding itself the Europa League? Oh,
1: right. Celtic played in the Europa League in 2010. I feel that that's when we played in... Oh, I can't remember the Dutch team now, but they absolutely battered us away from home. So, 2010 was definitely Europa. And I've got a feeling the UEFA Cup was won at Hamden, was it not? But That might have been 2006. So, it's sometime between 2006 and 2010. This has got to be a, got to be a stab in the dark. Uh,
0: I'm trying to hide my facial expressions. All of this has just got out in audio. I'm trying to make sure I'm not getting any clues here.
1: I'm going to say that the last one, and I believe it was won by Sevilla. So am I saying what, what year did the last year for Cup final take place? Yes. I'm going to say 2000 and... Right, hold on. In 2009, we got knocked out by Arsenal in the qualifiers for the Champions League, I'm
0: sure. I it might have been. I'm going to say the last final took place in 2008. You're a year off, and I cannot believe you didn't realise it in 2008, the the other side from Glasgow. Gosh, not, aye. not Partick Thistle, obviously, but um, Rangers. <laughs> that was still the I Cup final. Aye. The last one was in 2009. I thought you were on to it when you said uh, Celtic played in the Europa League in 2010. I know,
1: because I was thinking of it for the next season, so 2010-11. Aye fuck uh, Rangers played in that kind can what an oversight that is <laughs> um, right, so what's your next one then well I wanted to say seven but I'm assuming that's just going to be another fucking UEFA Cup question if that's how they're categorised or are they random
0: they're random they're randomly just generated via like a except right. wizard thing right okay I'll go for seven then okay Nineteen seven. <laughs> at which World Cup did Diego Maradona manage Argentina <laughs> Um this is when I get wrong. That's how the, like the 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 three World Cups I knew could have been between. I was like they all merged together. Merging together for me. I have to now try and go back in terms of
1: Sergio Aguero's age because he got with Maradona's daughter Gianina at the time that Maradona was actually the national team coach. So I'm going to say it was Germany. Oh six. It was
0: South Africa, 2010. And that was the that was the same answer I had made. That was the year that he was playing oh. he was playing Leo Messi as a fucking central midfielder. Uh, can't I believe it? I was about to say twenty ten, then I thought must have been earlier than that. I, <laughs> I was I was like, Well I remember Messi being a big party and I was like it has to be six when he broke through. But no, it was two thousand ten, so, so this is this is us now, but you're two out of four. What is your fifth number? Eighty eight. Who has the most English Premier League assists ever?
1: The most in Premier League assists ever. Oh God. You're not allowed a clue, are you? Nah.
0: It's pro- it's gonna be something quite obvious, I think. I got it wrong and when it came up. It seemed extremely obvious based on the Premier League time span. Ryan Giggs? Ryan Giggs is a correct answer, Sean. <laughs> no way. <laughs> how, how obvious how obvious does it seem <laughs> when it came up? I know, I know. I was going through Gerard Scholes. I think that all these central midfielders, and then didn't even think of the guy that's won the most Premier Leagues That's played in the most Premier League seasons. Hadn't even dawned on me. Can I believe I just got that buzzing? <laughs> uh, yeah, what's the like, next, next number? Next number.
1: Can I just go go with fourteen? Ball Lambert.
0: At Euro '96, England beat Scotland two 0 Who scored the opening goal in the game? Oh, fuck.
1: I never, I never watched that. I was five. <laughs> I'm, assu- I'm assuming Gascoigne was the second because that would be obvious. It's funny that, that I've seen that Gascoigne go a million times
0: but I've never seen the one that precedes it. And I, wa- I watched a Euro 96 documentary about two weeks ago and I couldn't fucking remember who scored the first goal until I seen it. I went, oh, I had no idea that's who scored the first goal. Mm. I don't know what I thought had happened in the game. This is a mega guess. I don't know what
1: this lineup was. I'm going to say... Who was in that squad? Fowler, Sheringham. It's going to be something quite random. Wasn't it Stuart Pearce, was it? Oh, this is one I need to just throw away. I'll
0: say sharing him. It was the other member of that partnership at Euro 96, unfortunately, Alan Shearer. Oh,
1: that's so funny, though. He's forgotten for the, about that because Gaza's goal was so iconic, isn't it? <laughs> it was a brilliant goal as so well. It was like uh, Gary Neville, amazing cross for the right wing and Shearer at the back post. Do you know, I couldn't even... I, I've never seen it in my life. I couldn't even say, oh, aye, that's what happened. I just had no idea.
0: Uh, honestly, Sorry. the first, thing is cause I think cause I constantly see the Gazago, like it's the Gaza goal <clears throat> that appears to somewhere. Um, so you're, you're still three for six. I mean, I, I thought these questions were going to be really, really difficult. So
1: like yeah. I said, that, I still,
0: I still think you've got, <laughs> I still think you've got a good chance. Like, right, so what's the next one?
1: Next number will be
0: twenty two. <laughs> this is what I said to you before I started, Sean. I was choking for you or Melly or anyone that's coming on here to get a question on their own team. Because there is one <laughs> for the majority of people except uh, the Blackpool and Northampton Town <coughs> podcast because I know it's just not that great. Um, but this is one that I, I... I don't know, man. You might get this really easily. In Celtic's UEFA Cup run in 2003, which English team did they knock out in the second round? Second round?
1: No, I'm getting... Because we played... FK Ceduva would have been our first tie. Surely we didn't get... Surely we didn't get them that soon. The only the only team it could be is Blackburn Rovers. That's correct. Was that the second? Round? Do you know? Do you know the only thing? The reason that took me so long to answer. we well, you saying the second round, and I was like, "Is that something I've forgotten here?" <laughs> because it
0: just didn't seem that early. I asked this question to one of my mates, who's a Celtic fan, and he instantly, as soon as I said "which English team," he jumped in with Liverpool. And I thought, I think no. I'm going to get a few people with that.
1: Liverpool was the quarters before we went on to play Boavista. Who else did what? we play? We played we played Celtic Vigo after Blackburn. Then we would have played Stuttgart. Then we would have got Liverpool. Then it was probably 7 the Porto. There
0: you go. So shoot up to 4-7. for seven. What's the next man. number?
1: Next number will be... or I'll go for 29.
0: At France 98. England versus Argentina. Michael Owen scored a wonderful solo goal. When he scored that goal, what did it make the score? Is it A, 1-0? B, 1-1? C, 2-1? Or D, 2-2? Doesn't matter who it's to. Mm. But again, stab in the dark.
1: I've got a feeling that I watched him um, speaking about that and I th- oh, just need to go with a feel I think it might have been one one. It was he made
0: it two one to England. <sighs> um, Javier Zanetti opened the it was a open to score my penalty, then I think Alan Shearer scored and then Mike Cone scored that, so I'll make it two one. What's your Sorry. next number?
1: <laughs> next number I will go for forty two.
0: This one, all right, okay, we'll see. Who won Euro ninety two? Denmark. See, I think that that, that one's one. That was one of the ones that I think if you get, you're quite lucky. But it depends what your knowledge is. I think people are lucky right, depending it, on what they've seen. I mean, I, I was I was
1: one when that took place, but that just sticks out in my mind because Denmark didn't even qualify, but they get allowed in because a team I can't remember what country, but some country went to war. Part of UEFA's rules is you're not allowed to participate if your country's at war. I which got Denmark through the back door. I'm pretty sure they took advantage of the pass back rule, wasn't it? At that point, was it? And I'm sure they just totally took the. Pick. There was something that they did where they just kept passing it back to
0: the keeper, or they kept they kept the ball, and they just totally grinded it. All these victories. I watched that uh, Rangers Aberdeen Scottish Cup final, for like '91 or '92, and I totally <laughs> forgot that that was a thing that was allowed to happen. Meant on it? I'm sure. you <laughs> just I'm consistently sure that. go back to your goalie.
1: <laughs> Denmark had a decent team did they not Schmeichel would have been in goals you've
0: got the two
1: of for them
0: John Jensen who was at Arsenal at the time even though he was a so fucking massive failure at Arsenal uh, aye it's so, so funny it's like a team like
1: that you would expect you know ignorance would dictate that you would go oh aye Denmark they would need to just grind grind victories out or whatever and kill games be like wait a minute they've got some of the best players the world's ever seen at <laughs> like the time so aye. They should be playing good football but aye funny that Denmark
0: um, and your last one. I'll go for 100. Question 100. Who did Portugal beat in the semi-final of Euro 2016? Well,
1: well, where, the, where did that live in? I was in Barcelona. 2016. I watched all these games. So Portugal won the Euros, didn't they? Yep. And they beat France in the final. They must, oh man, this is just a pure guess. How do I not remember this? I watched every single game. I, wa- I watched the documentary and I was like, oh fuck, I don't remember that was who they beat. So I watched, I, I, I went through this spell, whoever was playing, I would go to that country's bar. Obviously Barcelona's got a lot of different <laughs> bars. And I watched a good few in nice German bar called, oh, was it called Devil's Inferno or something like that? And I've, Germany got pretty far. I'm, I think it, mate, may, I am going to say Germany. The answer was Wales. Eh, France knocked out ah. Germany
0: in the semi-finals.
1: <laughs> I know it <what> was <laughs> Wales, why
0: did I say Germany. <laughs> I knew Germany were semi-finalists. I knew it was Wales. <laughs> I completely forgot. I remember watching the game because I remember it was Ronaldo, it was as Ronaldo versus Bale, who were both at Real Madrid at the time. And I was like, I, I knew Wales got far, but I can't even believe they got to the semi finals or the Euros. No, I knew they got to the semis. I'm so annoyed at myself. Ah, I... I Germany. speak uh, Germany. speak Germany, I Griezmann double. Um, I think on the
1: surface my performance wasn't too bad given the nature of my questions.
0: No, there, there are... I, it could have been there's, there's a couple there that I think could have tripped people up and they're the ones you got wrong um, the Alan, the Alan Shearer ones I think the Alan Shearer sharing one there's a few like that where I was watching games back and I, I couldn't even, for the life of me pick out who it was and when I was trying to pick games like even the Blackburn Rovers one I was just trying to think if I can get because the hope is that I get a couple of people from English podcasts who should know enough mm. about European football but they, they'll jump they'll, they won't hear this before they're recording they'll jump to Liverpool uh, on that question
1: uh, 100% Um that's that's exactly what happened because it's the iconic one because that's what happens. Something'll be in your 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 line of vision. You'll just like, "Aye, that's it." But this, it it trip you up. That was a
0: decent questions. Got I don't think thinking. five. I don't think five out of ten is is in to be is stabbed at, at all. What what you get planned the rest of the, the rest of the day and the rest of the week? Rest of
1: the day, I'm away to cycle. That's my new found and, and thing that I enjoy. And lockdown uh, and the rest of the week, once the rain kicks in. Which I think is imminent I'm uh, back to To recording podcasts And interviewing people and in, in editing. Quite a few things coming up uh, A few wee changes So I'll be keeping
0: myself busy But Sean You were first on So that's uh, a wee bit Trying to figure out what we're doing But I think 5 out of 10 is very good uh, Mate Really appreciate you doing this
1: Not a problem mate Any time Good luck with the rest of them And hopefully they all fail And fall flat in <laughs> so, I can, so I can win this
0: This podcast was written and produced by John Walker and Gary Black. For more of our podcast, please visit TrampleBet.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.